This is the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain. What determines community structure has been a long-standing question in ecology. One way to approach this question is via traits. Traits determine in part who interacts with who and how species interact with the abiotic aspects of the environment. By examining the distribution of traits in communities and along abiotic and biotic gradients in response to various factors, can lend insight to what drives community structure. I got a chance to chat with Nicolas Gross of the French National Institute for Agricultural Research about his recent paper in the journal on community structure. So I'm Nicolas Gross, I'm a, um, a plant ecologist and I'm a researcher at the INRA Center in France. So it's a National Institute for Agronomy Science and Environmental Science. And um, my main topic is um, so plant ecology and uh, the, the factors that determine the, the structure of plant community and ecosystem functioning. And I have a particular interest on biotic interaction and how by uh, better understanding how biotic interaction impacts community and ecosystem, we can, we can forecast the effect of all the, the different type of global change that actually uh, impacts natural plant community. And so I'm working on different type of ecosystem, a human-dominated system, submitting to land use change. Uh, I also work on plant invasion ecology and uh, climate change. What problem was your study trying to solve or, or what motivated your study? Well, the, the study is a first publication of a more global project on how arid ecosystem will be uh, impacted by uh, desertification and uh, with a specific uh, look at how biodiversity mediates uh, uh, ecosystem response to aridity, and uh, here we uh, we wanted. Um, I, I'm working. Um, the project starts with a collaboration with Fernando Maestre, and they they are a lot of data on the ecosystem functioning along large aridity gradients, and the idea was to quantify the the functional diversity in this system because uh, there is few data on how functional traits vary along. In, in arid system in general, because uh, if you see to, uh, if you check global traits database like TRI, there is less, few information compared to other ecosystem. And the idea was to use, uh, quantify the traits and try to use the traits, the information we can get from community traits distribution on the, on how biotic interaction may, may, may structure the, this system. And, uh, and basically, the idea was to first quantify the functional diversity, and secondly, to to evaluate uh, de de how deterministic process like habitat filtering or niche differentiation uh, structures this ecosystem. But more importantly, uh, we realized that um, by looking only to pattern of traits convergence or divergence, it is very difficult to to understand the, the fundamental process that structures the ecosystem to, to, to separate, for instance, the, the impact of aridity in itself and the impact of competition or, or facilitation. Mm -hmm. So, oh, yeah. So the, 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 the idea was, was that and was to use um, a new approach that consider uh, multi-scale. Uh, 
-hmm. So from the from the plant neighborhood to the community and the regional scale to uh, to disentangle the effect of abiotic and, and biotic interaction. What approach did your study take uh, to address this problem? You said you took a, a multi-scale approach. What 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 uh, what else did you do to to address the question? Well, the, the idea is that it, it is organized in, in three different steps. The, the first step is to, to, to well characterize uh, the functional differences between species at the regional scale, because we have the, this global dat database, but when, when you, you focus on one particular system, most of the time, uh, you need first to, to understand how, how traits are correlated between each other. And by doing that, you identify some trade-offs and some traits that can discriminate different plant strategy. And, and the idea was first, first to do that and then try to see how the, the functional differences between species translate into deterministic assembly process. So we test uh, how the, the, the mean of the community responds to aridity and how the, the variance, basically, if the traits tend to converge or to diverge. And then the, the final step was to try to, to understand whether this traits convergence or divergence were, was determined by biotic interaction. And for that, we, we simply adapt species-based approach. In a red system, it is usually used to, to evaluate facilitation and competition. For instance, when you have a, a nurse plant and you have other plants which are spatially associated to this plant, Usually, it, it means that you have facilitation in your system. Or if you have, in contrast, some pattern where some plants spatially avoid in a community, the, the other plant, you, you have competition. Mm. And here, we adapt this, 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 this approach by using the traits. So to see how, how the, the spatial association within community between the, the different traits. And to, see, to test if, for instance, for some traits, we have a spatial association, so species with, uh, with similar traits tend to be closely associated, or in contrast to if they separate, if they segregate spatially. And, and from that, we, we have tried to, to infer competition or, or facilitation. So yeah, the, the idea was to develop this multi-scale to, to evaluate the and, and arid systems are very good for that because you have uh, uh, bare soil and, and some, some nurse plant, and you can really see the, the spatial pattern. But can you go into more detail yeah. why that system is good? And, and the, the very interesting thing was, was to, to see that, depending on the traits, you have, you have different spatial patterns. Mm -hmm. And uh, which means that within one community, you can have competition and facilitation on some species. Mm -hmm. But uh, the traits that, that differentiate these species are, are different. So for some species, you will have, like, for, if you compare tall and small species, in some communities, they will tend to avoid. And so you see that you can have competition mainly for light or for space. And, uh, and for other traits, like specifically Faria, we find that we have close spatial association in some, some place. So it means that um, stress-tolerant species can be associated with not less tolerant species. And, and from that, we can see facilitation. And, and this was, uh, was the idea. Was, the idea was multi-scale was very important because from that, you can, from pattern data, you can, you can at least have more precise hypotheses and only focusing on convergence and divergence 
at the community scale, which is, for me, it's very, very difficult to, to see something because mm -hmm. competition can lead to convergence, competition can lead to divergence depending on the, on the, on the system you have. If you look at the literature, you have, you have very, very different uh, mm. patterns for similar process. So. Right. right. So, so you, it seems like the multiple scales um, approach was pretty important. Why, why, couldn't, why did you have to do multiple spatial scales? Because the, the idea is that we want to add, uh, um, we want to, to understand the, the the community structure and the, the small scale the, the small plant neighbor scale. What is uh, well, biotic interaction is a very small occur at a very small scale. So right. when you look at the community scale, you you miss the point. And okay. and the idea is to you need multiple scale to to detect from the process which is at the plant neighbor scale, mm -hmm. and then try to upscale that to to see the impact of aridity or biotic interaction at the community scale. So the different scales are very important to disentangle between the two. If you could sum up your your main findings in a few bullet points, uh, what would they be? I think first the, the the main finding was was to describe the, simply to describe the, the functional diversity in arid system because there is few papers that that address using a multi-trace approach uh, this uh, this system and we find like four four different acts of specializations so or four type of trade-off from which you you can uh, you can discriminate different type of, of strategy. And the interesting thing we find is that based on these traits that we use to study community assembly, we find that the, the functional structure of arid system are quite deterministic, like aridity is very important and biotic interaction. And, and so we find that we have both strong traits convergence and, and divergence. Hmm. And that's that's indicate like the impact of habitat filtering or, or niche differentiation between species. And that these two processes occur together, but act on different traits. Mm. And and the very interest, I think the the good re result we get is that we were able to to propose an explanation based on on our multi-scale approach on how biotic interaction impacts this system. Mm -hmm. Basically, the, the key results are competition and facilitation co-occur along the world gradient. So you, you have in one community always some competition, some facilitation, depending on, on the species you look at. That competition mostly impacts dominant species. So competition is very important because it is lead to, in, in, in the arid system we look at, it was leading to high functional diversity and, uh, and a spatial avoidance of competitors in, inside the, the community. And this for dominant plant type, and and then we found that facilitation also occur, but focus more on subordinate species. So, like we can say, like species are not well adapted to local conditions, tend to persist below the the nurse. And 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 the last result we we found is that depending on the traits we look at, we we find different shifts on the on the competition facilitation axis so shift from competition and, and, and facilitation occur along the stress gradient but depending on the traits we look at we find different shift mm. and and this is very important because there's a strong debate in in arid system on how competition and, and facilitation occur there is a the, the meta-analysis of Maestre 2005 where they did not find a clear response to aridity and 
Our paper may provide a, a nice explanation on that because depending on the type of traits the species have, they will have competition or facilitation and, and the shift will be different. So mm. if, if, for instance, you, you work in an experimental setup and you, and you have one particular target plant, depending on the, on the traits of this target plant, you will find competition or facilitation. It's really a trait dependent. Did, did any traits emerge from your study that you think, um, you know, if someone was going in to do a similar type of study, um, studying, you know, what traits are involved in, uh, you know, or um, what traits are involved in this um, sort of organization of community structure? Uh, w are there traits that you would say, you know, definitely measure this trait or don't measure this trait? Mm. Or is it too, is it very specific to the system? I think in some part it's quite specific because each time I, 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 I start in a new system, you find different correlation in a local place between traits. Mm. So you have this, the general leaf economic spectrum, for instance, the, the difference between fast-growing species and, and slow-growing species. But, uh, but you don't find this always as the first axe that discriminate your, your species. So I, I think this work is, is very, to, to screen the, the different traits that might be important in a particular system, it's quite important to first look at the traits correlation and to, to test if you can find like classical functional differences between species that you find some often in the, in the literature. And, and the problem with the trait is that when you start to work in, in arid systems, there is not a lot of, of literature that consider uh, uh, multiple traits mm. to consider the whole community. You have that in, for instance, temperate grasslands. There is a lot, a lot of work in, in traits in temperate grasslands. But in our system, we were quite surprised at what, what we found. Uh, uh, and uh, so we found like four types of traits, um, the difference in height, the, the difference in the, um, the, the, the plant architecture and the, the branching, which trade off with the leaf area. We found uh, and we found some trade-off between the specific leaf area, the leaf dry matter content, which is a uh, fast-growing versus slow-growing species. But this is quite mediated by the leaf thickness. In arid system, it's very important because it's a very good strategy to 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 cope with water stress to have thick leaves. Mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe in in the arid system, I think the, these four traits are. are are very good to discriminate the, the different type of strategy. How how general do you think these uh, results are? Uh, do you think, you know, especially since this is an arid system that you studied, do you think you would see the same patterns in other arid systems or or um, other temperate systems well, or, or or wet or even you know wet systems? Yeah. Well, the idea with trait is that you you have quantitative value, mm -hmm. so. At first, you, 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 you think this can be compared and you can test for generality, which is, I think, a very good step forward compared to species-based approach. Mm -hmm. So you have quantitative value, you have linkage between species, uh, traits, species response, and, and so you, you can start to establish quantitative link and a mechanistic link between the, the, the characteristic of the biodiversity and, and the response. So I think I don't know how far they are general, but we can test for that mm -hmm. if we compare with other sites. Um, 
I think what is quite general is that uh, when you identify independent traits, you can find both habitat filtering and niche differentiation that co-occur in, in, the, in, the, in the same system. But uh, I think it would be uh, quite interesting to compare our result with, with other ARID system, and particularly to take into account the, the, the local species pool. Mm -hmm. So if, if, for instance, the, the, the range of trace value can be, can be uh, different in different arid regions, and so you, you may find different results. Mm -hmm. So to compare the, the generality of our, of our results with the local species pool or trade pools in, in different regions of the globe would be uh, quite, quite, quite cool to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so building on that last point, do you think you're going to build on this research anymore, or is this the, the end of this? Um... No, no, it, it's the beginning. Okay. <laughs> because we are, I, I'm starting since two years to work with uh, Fernando Maestre, and, um, and so this is uh, the first paper of a global survey we, we have started to do. Mm -hmm. And the idea is to link, uh, as I said before, the... The dynamic of functional diverse, uh, of diversity and, and ecosystem functioning. Mm -hmm. So we have we have different projects. One one to link uh, um, what we have found in this paper to ecosystem process. And what is quite interesting, uh, what is a, a big question in this system is uh, how far aridity, uh, aridity will lead to desertification, mm. and how biotic interaction will increase the uh, desertification rate or, or slow down the, the process of, of desertification. So basically, uh, we have soil with a lot of organic matter and we have soil with, which are completely mineral with no more organic matter. And we have tried to find uh, the, the linkage between increasing aridity, the characteristic of biodiversity and uh, ecosystem functioning. Mm, okay. And, well, this, this is a one of the big uh, issues we, we are working on. Mm -hmm. So what do you think are the consequences for the fields, um, this, you know, the subfield, not ecology in general, but um, uh, the consequences of this paper, you know, what what will people yeah. do or think think of doing, you know, after they read your paper? Well, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, I think uh, for me a, a good Good thing is to, when especially because there is more and more paper on pattern and testing trait convergence and, and divergence, and, and I think it's very important in this paper to 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 to, to be very careful about the inference you made from the pattern you look at, mm. and, and specifically when you stop at the convergence divergence at the community scale. It's very difficult to say, well, this is uh, habitat filtering, this is due to abiotic factor, and we have divergence, this is competition. Or this, is, this is very, I think this, this needs to be, to be uh, dig a bit. And <laughs> so I think the, the need to consider multi-scale approach is very important to, to study community assembly with traits. And the, the second aspect is, is to try to identify the important traits uh, at for a given system. Mm -hmm. um, I think for a, for a more general 
point of view is the, the impact of biotic interaction. From that, from our paper, I think we can frame some very nice hypotheses about where we can find facilitation and competition on which, on which species, depending on the traits. And so we can build some explicit experimental tests on the relationship between traits and facilitation or traits and competition. Uh, this could be uh, also uh, very interesting. And, and the last part is that we are still at the pattern level and, and we, are, we did not um, specifically measure any ecophysiological parameter about like water stress and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we have some hypotheses in the paper, but in terms of the physiology of the plant and the physiology of the interaction, um, a lot need to, to be done and can be yeah. built on, on this paper. Yeah. So what do you think was the most challenging part of the study? One, one aspect was uh, the practical aspect because uh, we have a, great, a, a very sharp gradient but uh, along 500 kilometers. And so to properly measure traits, we need a lab. And uh, so to make it feasible, we, we use a camper van that we, and we install a, a lab inside the camper van. And so this was uh, quite difficult to, to make sure that we properly estimate the, the trade value and along, along the, the gradients and in a, in a short period of time to avoid phenological bi bias and stuff like that. Mm. So... so this was, uh, but this was a very good part also of the study because Spain is a beautiful country, and yes. so we visit a lot of nice, nice places by doing the, this, <laughs> this work. Right. So uh, I was going to ask you. It sounded like that was the nice part uh, working in Spain. Were there, were there any um, interesting stories from the field or lab, or maybe even analysis stage of the of the study? Well, yeah, like we, we work in the Matorales, which is a, a specific shrubland of, of this region. There's a lot of nice plants and ideal to, to make nice cooking because they, they are all very tasty plants. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, yeah, with the camper weapon, we have to manage to access to the site. So it was sometimes very difficult. We have been stuck in the mud because of a big uh, storm we, we get. And so... So sometimes we have some adventure in in the field, and we have been held by the Guardia Civil. <laughs> yeah, and uh, no, it, it was it was fun, very very nice. What is field. the what is that the like the, the police? Or? Yeah, it's, it's a it's a police because we we are we have been stuck for seven hours in in the night. Yeah. Uh, because the camper van was totally inside the because the storm are, are very sharp in uh, very strong in, in Spain. Oh yeah, so you so you were um, just slept in the van. Yeah, yeah, the van was totally. Uh, <laughs> so the so the farmer helped us and uh, and the police also and we have to to uh, to thank them uh, yeah. in a bar. So but <laughs> it, it, it was a long night, but it was it was very nice. We have been speaking with Nicolas Gross for the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain. <laughs>